why don't you guys give yourself sort of intros because obviously um this is our our third show or whatever and they know who josh and i are but you know james jim if you guys want to just tell people some brief brief history of you know who you are how you got in the shoes and then where you are where you where you live where you guys are located so my name's jim mr mrjes73 on ig um and uh i'm about 40 minutes south of boston i'm on the coast um in massachusetts um and i'm like the old guy the old guy of pretty much every circle <laughs> um been into shoes pretty much about 40 years i was uh a youngin when i first got my first quote unquote expensive pair of shoes um and it was a nike cortez that's what i chose um at the time um and uh you know i've kind of been in and out of the culture at times um i took a break for a little bit um back in like the mid 2000s early to mid 2000s um just kind of lost steam in it um kind of sold off a lot of stuff kept maybe 15 pairs at one point believe it or not and um i think my highest at that point was like 80 pairs um so i got down to 15 i felt that was a kind of a good rotation for myself um kept that going for a while um and really picked up steam again probably around 2015 ish so last six years like really heavy back into it again and i'm kind of probably over 200 pairs of shoes right now um thankfully my wife's nowhere around so she doesn't <laughs> she can't she can't hear that she'll she'll hopefully she don't watch this i won't let her watch this no just kidding but um uh it's it's pretty bad um you know i still got a passion in me for it um the sneaker culture obviously we all know it's changed um but there's something about it that always draws me back in just when i'm like i'm kind of fed up and ah, you know what i'm gonna play the background for a bit something else draws me back in um plus i think just meeting you know other heads like you guys here for instance um you don't get many real people anymore there's a lot of a lot of fakeness in it um so when you kindly finally kind of connect and meet certain people it kind of helps draw back like you're like all right you know there is other people in it for the passion so yeah it's yeah. kind of where i'm at yeah cool mm, james so uh i'm james barcenas um the kid james on instagram and i am the co-host and co-creator of off the cut a sneaker series based here in dallas um and i have been into shoes uh i don't know a time when i wasn't into shoes to be very honest with you um i've been in, infatuated with sneakers probably since I first saw, you know, uh, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird going at it, and I couldn't. No, nice. see what I'm saying. So, like, yeah, I've been, I've been in shoes. What's that? The late '80s. Uh, yeah. I'm in Dallas, Texas, holding it down here in, in the in the the center south, uh, where it's hot. Uh, yeah. And the kicks can be just as just as fire. Dallas is the new hub. I feel like Dallas is like you guys. You guys got a ton of people down there. Like. Into, into sneakers, ton sure. of new shops, um, obviously knowledge down there. Um, and rumor has it, you have you have a, a, a massive collection, a massive, massive collection. I have a, uh, a pretty uh, large collection, <laughs> if you will. Uh, I've, traveled, I've traveled many a places and picked up many a shoes uh, in my time. Um, I won't tell you exactly how many, <laughs> uh, Joe Rogan seems to think I have 5,000 pairs. 
Um, but I'm sitting at, not that I care what he thinks, but uh, let's just say I have a couple storage units. Well, you, you make me look good to my wife, so. Yeah, uh, right. That's <laughs> my, my wife's collection is, is no slouch, so she just can't get mad at me. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Nice. Keep it in the family. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, so we're here today to talk about sneaker collaborations. I think sneaker collaborations were the first thing that sort of drew me into sneakers in my in my older years. I, like a lot of you, have been into sneakers for a long time. When I was younger, loved running sneakers. Air Max 97 is probably my favorite silhouette of all time. A6, when I was younger, really loved like the gel sagas and stuff. So, you know, it's come, it's come full circle, but collaborations are sort of that, that piece that is very exclusive. They have cool stories, backstories, ideas um, behind them. So we really wanted to talk about collaborations and, you know, where they are right now, because there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of, you know, shifting from, from what they started as. If you think about, you know, Jordan, Michael Jordan, his, his partnership with, with Nike was this initially just a collaboration, right? And so now we're at the point where celebrities are getting sneakers and people on IG and I don't know, video game heads or whatever are getting, are getting collaborations. So um, we really wanted to talk about collaborations and just how we feel about them, where they've gone and you know, what our, you know, what our thoughts are on them in the modern culture. So I guess, James, just to start off, maybe you could talk about some collaborations that really drew you in and that over the years really sort of, you know, stuck out in your mind. Sure. Uh, so for me, collaborations have always been fun. I, I, am, I am a TV producer by, by trade. Um, so storytelling is absolutely everything for me. Um, and I've always felt like collaborations brought in an outside element per se and brought it, uh, you know, and, and, and tied it all together with sneakers. And I've always appreciated that. Obviously, you've got your your classics like, you know, um, the pigeon dunk, for example. Uh, speaking of concepts, the lobsters, you know, what I'm saying? those were those are phenomenal, phenomenal collaborations. And, um, and you start going into, you know, it, it also brought. Um, a lot of attention to, you know, brands that people don't really know much about. Um, I'm going to use New Balance, for example, and I'm not, that's because I'm not, not to say that nobody knows them, but like in the last two, three years, look how much of a hype they've created just based around a lot of their new collaborations. So I've always been a big fan of collaborations. I I hate lazy collaborations. I hate, uh, and, and every brand does it where you just throw out a person, you're like, cool, here's your new shoe. Or I, I hate when, when brands don't, uh, allow a creative to go bonkers and really show you what they can do. You know what I mean? You, I've seen some, some successful ones. Uh, I've seen some that I've considered failures, not because they're bad, just because I expected a lot more. And I'm sure we all have. Jerry Lorenzo, let's start with him. And when Nike and his collaboration, that was one that I will consider a, 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 uh, a win all the way around. Why? Because they let they let a creative be creative and, and give us something that we've never seen before. That was, I, it was not that I care for the shoe very much, but I was excited to see something completely different come out of a collaboration as opposed to here's your Air Max 95, add some new colors that we've already seen and we'll throw a stamp on it and it'll be good to go. You know what I mean? Um, I, I like seeing old, you know, silhouettes coming back. Um, uh, the Joe Fresh goods, you know, bringing back uh, the, uh, what is it? 992. Uh, and, and, and 
bright and bold. And I, you know, Dave, as you know, I am a fan of bright colors. The louder, the better. Brighter, the better. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I'm excited. I love seeing things come back around for people like, you know, New Balance of the 997s. People know about them, the 990s. These are shoes that, are, that stick in people's mind, but to see a 992 come back around and now look how many of them we're seeing coming around. Um, I like seeing things like that. Uh, but then sometimes it's, it's just an, an inner collaboration, if you will, uh, within the company. Like Nike did it really well when they did the What the Dunk. They just put all of them together and they made this mess of a shoe and something we really hadn't seen before. And I can appreciate that. Now that's not really a collaboration, but it was an outside the box perspective, which is what I've always, that's what I want to see. Thank you for the 93 different pairs of Air Max 90s that you've thrown different colors on. How about you do something insane and cool or bring somebody else? The Bacons, for example, um, that are now finally about to come back around. That was an excellent collaboration. Simple and clean, but different. You know what I mean? To the, to the sneaker gods and the hope that you're giving me, let me, come on now, don't play with me. Uh, you know, and, and as far as recent collaborations, though, um, it, it has become a bit of a, of a, of a mess for me. Uh, because I feel like it's just there's just there's a new collaboration every single week, you know what I mean? And it's kind of making me feel like it's losing its luster, you know what I mean? Like I, I want it to be something rare and interesting and cool. The first ten from Virgil were awesome, you know, when it came to his uh, his collaboration. But now every time there's a new and and, yeah, and it just becomes the same redundant thing. Um, Kanye, you know. We, his collaboration with Nike was fire. Why? Because we didn't see one every twenty minutes. You know, his new collaboration with Adidas, God, if I see another 350, I'm going to throw my. <laughs> I, especially when you have a guy as creative as Kanye West, um, or at least as creative as he was. I don't know what he's doing these days, but like I, I wanted it was the same Jerry thing, you know, like, let's see something different, something interesting, something cool. Um, I'm sure we'll get to Sean Witherspoon soon enough, but that was a good collaboration from a person that I never felt like deserved it. That's not a diss at him or maybe whatever. I don't care. Um, I he, He's a shop owner who buys vintage stuff and he has a very successful shops around the country. Congratulations to you. But let's not pretend like that 97.1 was in a collaborative effort between other sneakerheads that were involved in that process as shown, yeah. you know, guys like Skate, guys like Fran who participated in it. And then we see a failure in creativity take place afterwards, right? What we've seen, what he did with A6, cool not that great but cool you know what i'm saying all it was a recycled idea and then we went down now with adidas i'm glad that's it's sustainable but that she was awful it's booty i don't care if it's a shell toe what that that that's that's creativity he drew that on a piece of paper through and said make it recyclable material here we go cool i hate that that is so lazy to me like if you if you're going to take a classic reinterpret it in a way that it makes it interesting and don't make it look like a nine-year-old did it and then be like oh my god it's it's this the sustainable energy element of it that's all fine and dandy but i need to wear that joint so come on like let's 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 be creative here because that's the idea that you're selling me is that this creative guy this 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 interesting personality is going to give us a take well that take was not it for me and i'm sure that people would disagree and that's totally fine i don't i don't mind that but i expect better especially in the current state of collaborations where you're one up in one another um mm -hmm. I, I need better than than some something drawn on a piece of paper with a pen that took 30 minutes you know what i mean like i want some thought behind it and i want it to be interesting and if you want to add sustainable elements to it 
great. I'm I'm a hundred percent for that. I, I don't like lazy and I expect better, especially from these corporations that are supposed to be making millions of dollars off of our product, uh, off the products that they're selling us. So don't just expect because things sell or because a name's attached to it, that it's good, that that automatically makes it excellent, you know, because I, I don't, I don't think that's cool. I think that's, yeah. Lame. Yeah. Yeah. James, I know, I know, um, or Jim, I know we've had some conversations too, just about like, um, you know, making, making shoes for people that sort of just say things and are just sort of have a public persona. Um, do you want to talk about, you know, your perspective and sort of, you know, follow up with James? So, um, you know, it's, I think collaborations are like, it, it's like a double-edged sword, really. I mean, it draws obviously attention to a brand, to a shoe which is great in its own right. But I think especially now, a collaboration really is like, it's like, you know, if you're into sneak is like having a green 992, yeah, that's cool, whatever. But having the Joe Fresh Goods 992, like, okay, well, that's that's where you need to be, which is really not, it's not it. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, yeah, to me, you have a passion for something like, be it sneakers, be it, you know, anything, cars. You mean, to me, you have a passion for it. It's not just, I, I kind of, I've, I've said this many times, like in the chat, and I've said this, you know, private message and talking with people. Um, It's this new sort of almost like sneakers are like this status symbol type of thing. Okay. You know, you had like in the 80s, you know, you had big names and designer names in the 80s. I remember, you know, growing up in the 80s and everybody was like into like the names. It was a big thing. Um, and obviously it's transpired to different things as time has gone on. But now I think sneakers, like you guys hit on the first episode of the podcast with yours. Like now we, we're getting big, huge designer brands into this culture that kind of like, really like, I think Dave, I thought really hit on it well, um, that are untouchable to most of the culture. You know, a $2,200 shoe is really not, it's not like, the, you know, the young black kid, the young white kid down the street, he can't afford a $2,200 shoe um, unless he comes from money. So at times I think collaborations, depending on who's doing the collaboration, it kind of is latching on to something that's hot. Um, there are obviously some incredible collaborations Um and I think James hit on a good aspect of it. Right now, I think it's flooded. Like every week, it's a collaboration or two. Um, especially, and I say this like kind of with like love and, you know, a little bit of, but New Balance, that's my shoe. Everyone knows like that's my shoe. I mean, I obviously, I, my heart's still in Nike. Um, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, and I'm going to be really real, but I, Nike in general is not a good company. You know, they're, they're not that great of a company as far as caring about anything but a dollar, really. That's how I see Nike. But Nike is kind of like my drug. Like, I've been on Nike now for 40 years. So it's like one of the hardest habits, I think, for me to break is getting off of Nike. And like I've said, I'm, you know what, i really going to buy less of Nike. You know, I really can't mess with Nike as much anymore. But then I'm back and they got me, in, you know, another 
four releases shown and it's like oh god but they're releasing they're re-releasing this year they're oh my god this this so they kind of always pull me back like um but new balance kind of was always the shoe that like i new balance was kind of always the company that didn't care like they did their thing and they always had their own you know um section of the culture that was dedicated and new balance heads a lot of us are pretty dedicated to the company we've been dedicated to it um, but I think even New Balance, as much as I love the company and it makes up a huge portion of what I have, um, I think they've latched onto that hype and it kind of is disheartening to me at times because I'm like, it's a good and evil, you know, and I get it. I Listen, I understand like it's it's a way to make more money, um, but I think it's just, it's latched on to kind of like the, the part of sneaker culture right now that I'm kind of like really like eh, distant from like again i get it um you know we can go back collaborations sometimes like james says they're lazy like you know the whole like i think the whole virgil thing like is so watered down right now like now he's got you know it started with the 10s and you know i'm not like the biggest fan of the 10s but i respected it, it you know he did x amount of shoes and he did it his way it was respectable okay but then it like, like I was telling everybody, he went from the tens to the 10,000s. Like now we got a whole other line he's doing um, with Nike. And I thought that ended like, I, you know, this and that, that, like Virgil and Nike, they were done. But it never was done. And I think from the tens, it spawned so many other shoes he did that really are trash. Like I, I got to be honest and real, like the shoes are trash. Um, then James touched on Kanye and, um, Obviously, Kanye's collaborations with Nike are pretty iconic. We can all, I think we can all agree whether you like them or not, they're still iconic as shoes and as a collaboration. Um, he went on to Adidas, and like James said, I mean, I don't know how many more various shades of blue and black and gray and tan we're going to get on a 350. Like, okay, like, oh, it's done. It's, it's over with. Like, <laughs> just let it be now, Kanye. But at the same time, and I'm not like, these days I'm, not the biggest Kanye fan just because Kanye is Kanye. Um, but I was a huge Kanye fan way back as many people were. And maybe many of us, you know, here, the four of us here were. Um, I'm not gonna take away that I think Kanye is a genius. It's, it's people don't like to say that sometimes, but he is, he does have a genius mind, but I think it's digressed. Like, as he's gone on, it's like, he's kind of lost that. And it may be due to his other issues he has. Um, but Kanye is a genius and he look at where he's at because of what he did with Adidas. I mean, the guy's a billionaire now because he's regurgitating sneakers. Sure. Um, now to touch like on the Witherspoon thing, I have zero respect for the collaboration. Um, initially I did like the shoe. It was different. It was corduroy. I'm kind of a sucker for corduroy. It was, you know, a 97 Panana O. I mean, in Air Max 1 sole, it was cool. Like, the colors were cool. Um, I did like that shoe. I, I'm not going to lie to you initially. Um, it Actually, though, wasn't even my top choice when they ran the voting on that shoe. Um, but once it came into fruition and you saw it, and it was nice. It's a nice shoe. Um, do I still think it's a nice shoe? It's a nice shoe. But I don't really put, like James said, I don't put much weight on Sean for that shoe. Um Sean is not, I'm not a fan of Sean. Sean actually blocked me on, on Instagram. So it, 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 that's kind of like 
the funny thing is he blocked me. Um, Sean is just a culture vulture. And I, I mean, I, I got to be brutally honest, but Sean is a culture vulture. He's, he sells vintage t-shirts that, I mean, I've been into vintage forever. I don't think I'm anything for it. Um, Sean hop on, you know, Sean was this like little teenage white kid hopped onto something and, um, he somehow got a collaboration. I really don't know how, like James said, it's kind of confusing to me how that happened. And then he had a bad falling out with Nike. And I mean, the guy, I have no respect for Sean. I mean, he actually took his own shoe and resold it in his stores. So I, I, that was like, I think the ultimate, like I, I was never big, a big fan of Sean. And there's a kind of a history with Sean. If you're, if you've ever been involved with the, um, the dunk community, the SB dunk community. There's a little history with Sean. I won't get into all that, but if you know, you know, type of thing. Um, but I, I mean, you know, to take your own shoe and he, they were reselling it in, in his round one stores. Um, I mean, that's your shoe. Like you're literally, it's kind of like you're shitting on the community yourself with your own shoe. Like, you, you know, you should have just sold that shoe. You should have had stacks of that shoe to sell in just straight retail, but now you're overcharging and basically reselling your own collaboration. So, I mean, I think that's kind of where a lot of the things went south with Nike. And then he went on to Asics. The Asics shoe is okay. Like, I'm not saying it's horrible. It's, I mean, I think the Adidas shoe, like Jim said, is like James said is, the Adidas shoe's trash. Like, let's be real. It's a trash shoe. Like, it, it, it's, it's garbage. Like, threads hanging off. Like, it's a complete garbage shoe. There was not, absolutely nothing brought to the table there, man, on that shoe. It's like, I don't know. It, 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 it's bad. It's mind-boggling to me. But, the you know, the Asics had a little more thought. But not really, because it was a corduroy shoe with pretty much the same colors of the other, you know what I mean? They weren't maybe as muted, but it was kind of the same shoe. Um, so even the thought process and creativity in that shoe, it wasn't there. Um, I want to be like, like, I think James said, I want to be wowed. I want to, I love stories. And I think that's what always drew me to, um, SBs. There's a story, like every SB has a story and that always drew me to those shoes, to the, you know, anything they did. It's like, if, if you, if you dug, it was a story to it. They didn't just throw a shoe together for just whatever reason. It was something there. Um, and I think that's part of also my love of concepts. And it's not just, obviously, it's what I, I would say home team. But it's not just that they're home team. It's just concepts. They've always drawn me with their collaborations because there's a story behind their shoes. And sometimes the stories are so crazy that you're just like, wow. Like, I, I can't believe they ran with this. And it works. Like, it worked. And they pretty much just hit home runs concepts on their collaborations um but again i think collaborations they're a necessity but i think like james said it's drowning out the 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 culture right now that it's like when does it stop like who else is going to get a collaboration like donut shops pizza shops like it's like you know that like you had certain things like like james wrote up the bacon that was like ridiculous like the most unbelievable collaboration the whole marketing the whole Everything about that was just amazing, like amazing. But we don't really get that now. We're just getting collaborations that are just kind of like, okay, well, we threw together a shoe. Here's a couple of colors. Eh, that's it. Like, here you go. And people are eating it up, like eating it up. And it's like, if you don't own collaborations, you're kind of not. And I hate to use this term sneakerhead, but you're not a real sneakerhead. Well, no, I mean, 
it's not the case. Like, um, so that's kind of where I'm at the evening, guys, with the collaboration. I, 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 I feel they're needed, but I think we're flooded. Um, pretty much like Jordan ones. Like, if I, if I never see a Jordan one for a while, I'll be happy. You know, we're just flooded. We're flooded at this point. So. Plus, there's like there's now there's tiers. There's like different levels of a collaboration. Yes. You guys talked about the Dior. Like that's a that's a high end collaboration. It's hard to it's hard to to even fathom the idea. Like a ten thousand dollar shoe, eight thousand dollar shoe, cool. But off the bat, it's two thousand dollar shoe. Like that that sits on its own, right? But I, what I don't understand, um, you have collaborations last year with Nike with Sakai. Like that was a brilliant collaboration. Mm-hmm. It's different, and I, I mean whether you, you think Sakai's on the same level as Dior, they fall under the same fashion category, right? Well, you got a shoe like my wife left her shoe out. Like this is different. I hadn't seen yep. something like that when it came out. The Dior one for as exciting and as interesting as it may be, let's not play on the fact that it's just the name that made it interesting. They put their mesh lining on the side that they do on every one of their shoes and they made a Jordan one with some light colorways with some nice premium leather. Great, that's exciting. For who though? For who? Yeah. For who? For me? That's yeah. I mean, I could, it's a nice shoe, but I'm rocking. If you're wearing that shoe, it's because you're trying to flex that you got money or, you know, that you've got, it doesn't make you more fashionable because I have Yeah, yeah, yeah I think you, that's, you hit it on the head, James, there. Like, you're not wearing that shoe for any other reason but to flex. And it's, it's no other reason. It's untenable. Like, I, ha- I have the luxury of having enough money to buy that shoe if I want it. But how do I get it? I don't go shopping at Dior every day or Dior doesn't come to my house every day for me to have that relationship with somebody at Dior that's going to let me have that shoe. That shoe was not made for us. That shoe was made for influencers, celebrities, and people who, who it was for Jordan brand and, and Dior to both say, look what we did. We're infiltrating yes. another culture. But it had nothing to do with me. I- <clears throat> really, that shoe, and I think they, Dave brought that up. Like, that shoe's not made for us. It's, it's made for, you know, a high-end client with money just to blow to right. be like, well, I'm wearing a Jordan one. Like I would never wear a Jordan one otherwise. I, you know, but it's a Dior, so I'm gonna wear a Jordan one. Like they're not buying black toes. They're not buying mochas. They're, you know, it's a Jordan one Dior. Okay, like the Sakai is an interesting comparison because they created a whole new shoe and a whole new look, and it's so weird that it doesn't appeal to everyone. But it, I love it. I, th- I think it's like. It's one of the, there's a one or two Nikes a year that catch my eye. And that was without a doubt, one of my favorites in the past few years. And it was, it's totally different. Like, for example, when I, when I said tears, you know, like you have your, you have your, your uh, luxury brands and your Sakai's that was done differently. And that was done interestingly enough that, it, okay, this, this merits some attention. I understand why, whether was it successful? Yes, it turned out to be, but it wasn't for everybody, but it was different. And then you've got your street, you know, your, your more, attainable collaborations that were interesting like the, like this shoe right this is the second variation of it this is an atmos collaboration the first one blew my mind in 2006 I, I couldn't whoa you know what i mean like these were incredible when they came back out like this is different you don't see this everywhere there's another level too i'll touch on if it um is like there's like a ground level collaborative um yeah like they, there's certain brands that have collaborated with fans on pairs. Diodora did it with the mix. It's like a mismatched pair. And they, they collabed with a Facebook group and got people's input. And a few people kind of worked on that shoe. Kangaroos did it. Uh, and Sneep is a small brand from Spain. And they've done a few sort of collabs with just like Facebook and a guy on Instagram. Like, I love this. I like seeing this ground level stuff. I don't think Nike would really go 
there necessarily. Maybe the Sean Weatherspoon is kind of the closest thing to that because they did kind of do a contest and whatnot. But yeah, no, I think you're right, Josh. Like we, I don't think we'd ever see, especially I think at this point, like I think we're far beyond like ever seeing some sort of fan, uh, you know, culture rooted shoe from Nike. Like I think we're so beyond. Yeah, and most of those micro collabs, whatever they are, there's only like two or three hundred pairs, and they know that they'll sell them. They're for the fans. Sometimes they do like a pre-registering, pre-order, so they're they're only gonna make five hundred or less of something like that. That's so so specific. Nike wants to collaborate with someone who's gonna, it'll boost their name. It'll boost you know, it'll everyone's benefiting from it. So <laughs> let me let me ask you guys like. Um... I know when we talked about, when Josh and I talked about this topic, we kind of started with the whole Kanye, um, you know, we know what Kanye said, we know what Kanye's done in recent years and, you know, how controversial a lot of the things he said have been, um, as well as Sean Weatherspoon, you know, there are a lot of like, you know, racist accusations against him um, when he, you know, had first started round two and was selling things with like, you know, things that look like Confederate flags on them. I know for me personally, James, like you said, um, back back before college dropout, I was a huge Kanye fan. Um, I remember, you know, my mother died in 2002. And I remember when college dropout came out and that album like literally gave me life because I had never... I knew who Kanye was and I had listened to so much of his stuff and heard some of his, so much of his production on everything. And it was like, he had been given a shot and I felt like I needed, I had, I needed a new shot at life too. And that album gave me that. And then it was like a spiral downhill, not from there, but you know, we got, we got to like the 2010s post Nike and who he was then and who he is now are very different or at least you know publicly very different and so yes nike nike kanye iconic um but when i look at like the 350 and then i connect it like people say this all the time and i hear it all the time like oh i'm not you know i can separate his i can separate his public statements and the things he says on twitter and the things he does from his his art and from his sneakers and i'm like i can't like no dave you're, uh, you're, if i, I buy either. if i buy like if i buy if i buy a 350 what is he doing with that money like where's mm -hmm. that money going and so totally. for me i always had this question of like who's behind it right like so yeah the name is cool like like sakai is dope dior the dior collaboration was cool it was cool it wasn't for me though because I have no connection to Dior. Like I don't, I don't, I don't mess with them. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with them on the regular. You know, yep. they don't fuck. They're not fucking with me. They're not. They're not sending yep. me coupons and like hitting me up to buy stuff, right? So like, coupons. I always have this question of like, <laughs> I always have this question of like, all right, like when someone does a collaboration, is it connecting with me on some level that that I haven't that that I already have like you know for Kanye yes Kanye and I have a history I connect with him 
but who he is now, I don't connect with. No. And I don't want to represent that, right? Yeah, I, no, I agree. Time, they like... I also want to be told stories. Like you said, Jim, like I want someone to say like, you know, Sakini. Sakini does, you know, they did the Bengay, you know, with with sneaker politics. And so yep. I have I have never really had a Bengay. I think I've had them when I was really, really young. I've been to Louisiana like twice. And so that story was something that was like cool to me. It taught me something. It gave me something. Right. It didn't feel alienating. And so I'm curious how what what are what are the things that like a collaboration for you really like touch you really bring you in mm, like is it sure. is it is it just the product or is it the story or is it the persona behind it sure i i i, I agree with that dave again it to me like give me a story first and foremost before i look at like if i if you give me two shoes and you know here's a collaboration from x and here's an, a collaboration from x but if you tell me now, well, this this is here's a story behind this shoe. Like automatically, it's just kind of like this automatic thing with me. Like I'm gonna gravitate, like, okay, like, like you said, like it draws me. And it, I may not know anything about it, like, and I may not be uh, you know, know the background of anything to do with that story previously, but I'm like, okay, wait a second, I'm gonna find out now, like, and kind of dig into it. And now you give me a shoe, and I and I and this is not even to be an ass or whatever, but we'll take, for instance, the Packer 992. Beautiful shoe, right? It's a nice shoe. I, I, I like the shoe a lot. I like the colors, but it was lazy. Like it was just a lazy shoe that kind of New Balance went to Packer and said, all right, here's, you know, our palette from NB1, you know, we'll give you a, they, obviously with those collaborations on that level, they always kind of toss them an extra little something that you can't create exactly on the NB1 program. But as nice as the shoe is, and I love the colorway and everything, there's like there's no story behind that shoe. It's just like MB, you know, went to Packer and said, "Here you go, make us a shoe." There's a couple of little things you can choose extra that you know MB One doesn't have, and they made a nice shoe. But now, I know that if Concepts puts out a 992, which I'm praying to God like it does happen, <laughs> um, I can tell you guys that it there was a 992 on the board um, and COVID, COVID happened. Um, so I'm hoping that that 992 is still, and I'm, you know, the information I've heard, I, we'll see something from them, believe me. Um, I know that there's a few stuff on the drawing board and some actual samples of some stuff out there. Um, but I know if, nine, if, if Concepts gets on as a 992, there's more than likely they have a story on that shoe. Yeah. You know, like, and like some of the stories are cr like crazy, like the, the S route, for instance, like right. crazy. Like it's, it's a, the story, like you, you know, you dig into it and it's about this crazy Broadway play that was funded by the, you know, the, 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 the trade and everything with Babe Ruth. But like, what did you know about that prior? Like I, I, I'll admit like I'm from Boston. Like, no, I, I didn't know that story, but I dug into it and I'm like, damn, like, and like, that's the thing, like Dion and concepts, like they dig into like these, weird little intricate like stories and bring it to life on a shoe and you're like god damn like you this is out of left part versus like some companies just again they'll throw a lazy collab at you um i don't really know if, if they should be labeled collabs they're very lazy like yeah and you again like, like james brought up it's it's like one every week so 
it's really lost like it's lost kind of its like allure and it's like oh wow like because you're like all right well pat has one this week and well next week it's going to be whatever paperboy is coming up right and and like the new for instance i'll bring that new paperboy 992 coming it's is it a nice shoe yeah it's a, it's a really nice shoe it's a beautiful looking shoe but honestly like i don't know if you guys agree but man it's like to me the nimbus cloud with some yellow <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? It's, there's nothing like I, I want, I, I think I, like James said, I want to be like, I want my like socks kind of like knocked off, like, damn, wow. And like recently I would say like the, the Turdurkin and again, not because it's concepts, but the Turdurkin like blew my mind. I'm like, wow, like this is off the wall. Like to come up with this concept, execute it the way it was executed. Give us this packaging. Give us this. It was a whole other realm. Like I was like, man again like they did it again but i have like this paper boy like i said it's a nice shoe but again to me it's a nimbus cloud you threw a little bit of yellow on i respect you know but i'm not like wow like i have to have this shoe and again i probably won't get it it's a french you know france only type release but it's very lazy like a lazy i need something and i think james mentioned it in in James being in it, James seems to be in it as long as I have. Like, you know, we've been around for a long time. Like, you kind of expect certain levels now. Like, I expect, like, you know, back when collaborations first started, okay, well, we're just, it's kind of like, we're just experimenting, but all right, we're past the experimentation level with collabs. Like, now you got to bring out, like, your guns, your big guns. When you're giving me a collab, bring out your big guns. And so many times now we're not like it's they're just lazy and they, we're throwing a name on it and it's getting hyped which is crazy but just because of the name like if you throw so many of these collabs out as grs they're sitting they're sitting that sean witherspoon i mean i don't know i really haven't got into too much of like where the demand or resell or whatever is on the adidas but if that shoe was a gr They'd be at foot action right now for fifteen bucks. Like, and that's that's the major thing. Like what you're saying about collaborations. For me, it, I want to geek out, right? Mm. So if I see you on the street and you have a pair of of S on your feet, I know you know that we know that there's more to it, right? Yeah. Like I want to, I, I want the the casual person who sees me when I have on uh, the beignets, and they're like, oh, those are nice. Well, funny you should say that because let me tell you a story about yeah. why this is so interesting or why is it so cool. Like, I don't want it to be like, oh, the black and white of uh, Air Max ones. That's cool. Like, I love to talk about sneakers. I'm a sneaker enthusiast. I want to tell you every little thing I know about it. And the more you give me to talk about, the more exciting and and and, and willing to participate I will be. Like, uh, you know, it, it could be as simple as a marketing campaign. The Ray Guns, for example. All mm-hmm. that was was they took a, a make-believe basketball team and made some commercials about the 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 Roswell uh, basketball yes. team. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It, but I have something to tell you. And it, it was interesting and different. You know, you've got, uh, when I talk about the lobsters, they're like, oh, you got the purple lobsters. That's cool. I'm like, yeah. And I also have the red and the green. You know what I'm saying? I wish I had the yellow. <laughs> you and me both. The, the S-Rex <laughs> is the perfect, it's, it's the perfect collaboration. And, yeah. I, and I'll tell you, maybe because it's the best looking shoe of all times that i mean it, it's not that the shoe is nice i love the colors and it's interesting and it, and it pops right but then the box 
it's the music for it you know what i mean and then it's this but it's not just the color it's also the same color scheme that they used in the play and that play got you babe ruth and babe ruth da, 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 da. you know what i mean like look there there's is. just you know what I'm saying? And, and it might not appeal to everybody the shoe, but the story is interesting enough to talk about or we can, well, would lead one way. Well, did you know that no, no, Nanette did this, that, and this, and that they sold Babe Ruth for $200 and that guy, you know, became- and then, and then it bombed. And then the whole Broadway thing bombed, James. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. just, that's a collaboration. If you're like, yes. hey, look at my collab, it's the Dior one. And if, if all <laughs> we're talking about is how hard it was to get- they, With the Dior they one, it's just that. like, look at, like you said, look at my, it's, a rich person show. It's right. like I have no connection to like I have no connection to that. Yeah. I, I, I love collaborations that come from people who maybe aren't supposed to be giving to me, right? And, and I say this, and and I don't mean it in a way to be to be rude or anything, but like uh, I'll go back to to Sakai and uh, like females making men's shoes. I think that is a resource that we need to tell girls look good and they dress good and they know how to do stuff. So the Lady May Six is probably the best six for me ever made i don't give a goddamn what anybody has to say about that the color's cool it's it pops it screams it's subtle it's soft it's beautiful i love it it's dope and, and that's if you i'll probably get hate on it because of the infrareds etc this, that, this. That, that's a perfectly done shoe give her but go further than that let's go into it the the uh cactus plant flea market uh air max or i'm sorry um vapor uh, max. max thank you uh that was a shoe that was that was different and, and still the same, and, and you can still see where they're limited. Like, not, and I don't mean limited by like a, 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 in a, a product amount. I'm saying like, you know how much further they're probably willing to go where they weren't allowed to go further than that. You know, the Sakai, same thing. Give me what you're seeing and, 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 and let's get deeper than that. Forget the, the Jordan box. Give me the Lady Mix Jordan collaboration box. Give me the same thing that you did with Union. Union collaboration. That was fire. Whether you like the shoe or not, at least it was a thought process. Something as simple as stitching the tongue had the entire internet blowing up, talking about it. That is a marketing scheme like no other in a collaboration that I want. There's a whole gang of people that are like, I'm, uh, you know, unstitched tongue or I'm team stitched tongue. You know what I mean? Like there's a, it's a it's a whole it's a whole perspective that, that yeah. people always miss when it comes to collaborations. I want to know what how the two mix together and how they're going, what they're trying to tell me. And I expect a lot more. And that's why I get fed up with collaborations. And I, I say that while chasing down shoes, but <laughs> I want, I want to, I want to, I want people who have something to say to give me the shoe. Right. So I, I Packard and, and, and Pata getting another collab. That's kind of, that's great and all, but that's kind of stale to me. Like, Jamie. how about you give me the, like, I loved when Futura was doing collaborations. He's an artist. He had a point of view, Hebrew Brantley. He's got ideas. Nike, what are you doing? Go get that man and yep. put him and have him put his art Jamie, on the shoe. Do you shoe. remember when Nike just what? Two three years ago, they did the 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 Latin um, heritage line with um, mm -hmm. they mm -hmm. did the Air Max ones. They did mm -hmm. like that was to me like an absolutely mind blowing amazing line. The Air Max yeah. one, and for the most part, they were slept on initially. Like like the the Jordan one, obviously, like any Jordan one, it's, it's shot up like right. crazy. But initially, James, that shoe was just slept on. Like and the design, that whole. You know, from the toe box up to the tongue, the design, everything was gorgeous. Um, the Air Max One that that was done in that line was absolutely like it's literally right. one of my favorite Air Max One releases in, you know, a while. Like that shoe is gorgeous, but very slept on. Like, but that's like, like I want that stuff. Like I yeah. don't really care that like Pack is getting another nine nine two, that they just threw some colors 
there's no backstory to it. It's like, okay, well, all right. It's lazy. It's just la- like, like, like you said, I want, like, if, if I'm chasing, to me, if I'm chasing a collaboration now in the way that we, it's funny before the, this all started, we were talking about the pattern. The way we have to chase down shoes now, like if I'm chasing a shoe down, God, it, that shoe better be damn worth it. Like if I'm having to like, you know, no trivia questions and give you my blood sample to into a raffle to maybe win, you better you better freaking blow my mind and, and rock my world. Absolutely. I think a special box, a a couple extras, a pair of socks, it, it you know, the the more my shoe of the year last year is a shoe that probably like not a lot of people have even heard of. It's a kangaroos release with what's on my feet today and a store called the sixth floor and the story, the colorway already and the shoe is beautiful, the, the colors and whatnot. But then the, they went the next level. They got an artist to do kind of like these themes around the whole concept, which is there are no kangaroos in Austria. It's just, it's so layered and it comes with socks that match and that that to me when i see a collaboration released i think even if i'm like kind of on the fence probably that sort of thing can can tip me to want to buy it i think this was a release if it just came out without that stuff and there are a lot of pairs where i'm like i don't care what the story is it's a good enough shoe i want it right but that story that backstory whatever it is can really push it that next level and make it you know that one of those pair you really want i can can i jump into the next sort of like phase of what we wanted to touch on or should we just keep rolling what do you think dave absolutely no let's get into something else there there's one collab that came out a few years back um it's called castellers came out with diodora and it's funny because the story around it is actually phenomenal um, it's about this contest in, I think, Spain, where they, or Italy. Um, you can look it up, but anyway, it's like people climbing each other. It's this whole beautiful part of their culture, and they created a shoe around it. Dave has a pair. Yeah, this shoe here. I still envy Dave for having Dave. this shoe. <laughs> yeah, same here, same here. Um, Dave, I don't know, Dave, maybe you know a bit more about the story, but then this store had a had a second collaboration and be, i think because this pair became you know one of the most people who are diodor fans it's sort of the the pinnacle as far as design and it is it's the diodora grail it's a thousand dollar shoe now it's you know it's one of those pairs that blew up and the second release is called cora fox and i can't remember exactly what the theme is it might have been related to the castellers in that it's a, a different team that would participate. So, so uh, the the Castellers is they're basically like human towers, and so in Spain they get together to create these human towers and like sort of stand on each other's shoulders and see who can sort of create the the tallest standing tower of human of people, you know, people standing on top of each other. And so that was the Casteller theme. You know, limited editions is the shop. They're in Spain. They have, you know, obviously deep ties to, to you know, themes within Spain. And then similarly, uh, when they when they released the Cora folks or Cora folks, whatever, however you pronounce it, um, that was themed around the Catalan Revolution um, or supposed revolution, which is 
you know, sort of controversial, but also like really cool, um, or is the Catalan festival. So basically it's like uh, fireworks and uh, basically a festival around fire. And so they light things on fire or something like that. Like to that Huh? I think it's got a lot of fireworks and you said the I Catalina like, wine mixer. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like um Dave that festival is like something to do with like a lot of fireworks and like people dress up as Satan and they yeah it's yeah. a big thing it's a it's a really big thing um and but... it's a, and it's a Spanish it's a Spanish festival as well so it has obviously ties back to the limited edition shop yeah and 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 like Josh was saying. This was a highly anticipated release, um, the second release, because Castellers was a huge deal. Um, I remember that's that's one of the, I think that's the the most I've ever spent on a shoe um, in in resale. Like I I I don't I try not to buy resale, but I paid you know like five hundred fifty dollars for this pair, which it seems like nothing now, but it's like, it was a huge deal back then in 20, 2016. So um, when their follow-up came out, you know, the shop was supposed to do this special release where, you know, real Diodora fans got got access to, to the shoe. Um, and so, you know, they had this whole online campaign I think Josh, you were you were a part of it. I remember being like, "Hey, I'm gonna take pictures of all my Diodoras," and I was really big into Diodora at the time. I don't think I have enough pairs to do something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just Diodora alone. Yeah, I mean, at that point, I had like 27, 28 pairs of Diodora, I was which is really... good for a Di like Diodora, you know? Yeah. yeah, I was deep in the game, and then they didn't release the shoe. And so what happened was the, the store owner sort of started back, I don't want to say backdooring pairs, but basically what he did was if you wanted a pair, you had to buy like three other things from the store and then he would give you access to buy the pair. Yeah, Steve. So like it turned into right, this yeah. whole thing where he, you couldn't basically buy kinda, I think he took, he knew the hype of the cat Castellar, right? Castellas. And um, he... Exactly. He ate. He, yeah. he like kind of ate off that, and he made you basically buy just GRs that was sitting in his store that he couldn't sell, and he made you buy X yeah. amount of these. Basically, what I always like, I always call them like rats. Like if they're not moving, they're they're rats. Like so, he's basically ma making you buy these rats. They just he couldn't move, and you'd have to buy like two or three pairs of these. And then, and I, I as far as I can remember, Dave. I want to even say that you wouldn't even guarantee necessarily to get a pair. Like you, if you bought a, you know, two or three of these shit shoes that nobody wanted, you might get an email now that says, okay, well you can buy this car park. And it was like, like, I don't know, to me it was mind boggling. Like that it was allowed. Other things I heard wow. were that he sold them above what retail already like to these clients he did Josh. So he's, this is what i've heard this is alleged um also he lost his like nike tier zero account they kicked him off because probably some shady dealings yeah so he has a pretty bad rap even in the deodora community this pair the core fox still sells for i don't know if you can see a pair for sale twelve hundred dollars as far as i know there was no official release date and then there's still pairs sitting in his store like to this day it was supposed to release two or three years ago that's what i've heard i think josh as well like i heard that he 
sold them for higher than MSRP. I mean, again, I don't know. I was never offered a shoe. This is just obviously what you hear from people who were offered a shoe or know a little more. But yeah, I heard that he sold them for higher. Again, true or not, I don't know. I, 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 was never, I never had a chance at the shoe. Um, but you're right. I heard that there's still pairs. Like he still has pairs, whether that's like some tall tale, whatever. But is it believable? Sure, it's definitely believable. Like, um, but I think he it, 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 he well, shot himself in the foot because, like you said, he lost a lot. There was a lot lost from what happened. It, you know, he lost a night tier zero. I mean, yeah. I think, like, I haven't heard whether or not Diodora has canned any further collabs. I think the interesting question about that release is those two pairs are really good. They're beautiful pairs. The story is phenomenal. You know, they're they're two of the most expensive Diodoras out there, and not too many Diodoras sell for, you know, more than two, $300 probably at resale. It's not a huge resale market on Diodora. There's a handful of pairs that are kind of hard to get but um at what point does a brand you know this behavior this bad behavior what what point does a brand drop their collaborator and say no more collabs and there's a whole discussion about it on facebook around this this specific collaborator the pairs are beautiful wouldn't we love to see more from them like they do a great job on this this model and uh, no, absolutely. at some level and kanye west is a good tie in here too because his behavior is so outrageous a few years ago and things he was saying so offensive uh, i personally if i was a fan of his shoes if i was you know buying them regularly whatever they're they're basically like grs i don't even know if it really can qualifies as a collab anymore kind of like jordan brand but i wouldn't i would have had no problem from that point just saying you know what see you later i won't buy anymore that's that's how I felt, but I wasn't even already a huge Yeezy fan. I wasn't buying Yeezys to begin with, so it's easy for me to say that. But I think, like Dave knows? said earlier, like some of the stuff he said and done, I just can't, I can't fuck with Kanye now. Like, right? You know, and I'll go back and I'll listen to old Kanye, and I'm and like the magic comes back, and like, God damn, like this guy was amazing like I, you know i'm not gonna lie do i still turn on some old kanye yeah like i go back and i'm like god damn man like and, and it sounds so cliche but you know you you do say like god i want the old kanye back but i can't first of all in all the years i've been collecting all the shoes i've had i've never owned one single easy i've never bought a easy ever like at the height of it like it just never they never did anything to me they were like you know like the first 350s i'm sorry they look like sketchers now like <laughs> everybody like still covets turtle doves oh, god i mean turtle doves look like i could go buy them in you know anywhere like a sketcher shoe like I i'm sorry it's the, the you know the, the v2 got, got a little better and it was some nice colorways but it wasn't my shoe like i was always like i'm not paying 220 dollars for a fucking niche shoe like it's garbage like it's not like I, i'm gonna spend 220 i'm getting beautiful suede from new balance or i'm just not the, the the i'd say the one shoe that i really really did like from kanye was the um wave runner i thought that was a gorgeous shoe the silhouette 
was you didn't like it, James? See, I absolutely liked it. I like it. I like it. But I did I buy it? No. And then and then the price tag was three hundred, and I'm just like, where in God's name are they coming up with three hundred dollars for this shoe? Now they just released that like looks like a sun colored one. Oof, All of a sudden now it's down to two forty. So I think like somebody at, like Adidas was like, shit, man. Like we've been milking people for a long time. Like it. But I did like the original Wave Runner, but I, I never copped. Um, and I just now Kanye's. He said so much, so much shit that I'm like, no, nah, I can't fuck with Kanye. I, I can't. I can't support somebody that said the shit he just like. I'm, you know, if if somebody who I've supported forever um, said some shit like that, and I'm I'm done. Like you know, I, I I'm kind of too old in my age now to to be like. Uh, let me turn the blind eye. No, hell no, hell no. Like, because to me, at times, like you're the company you keep, and, and if you, you know, if you support this kind of shit, well, those I think it's probably important to note too that there was, like, Dave shared some articles. There was certain people who were working with Nike because of their behavior. You know, some of it was pretty atrocious or criminal. Nike, you know, no reserves in dropping them, and I don't know why Nike dropped Kanye. It's funny we're talking about Kanye, we're talking about Sean Weatherspoon. They both got dropped by Nike. I don't even know really how. I don't know why Sean got dropped, but you know, Nike seems as unethical as maybe they've been, or you know, they're as much as they're a hype machine, or you know, just all about making money and profit. And maybe this is a this is a you know, it's a PR move that helps them continue to make money and profit. It does seem like the ethically good choice to drop these people when their behavior has been yeah, I mean, they, I, I think a dropped, lot of. Go ahead, Dave. Uh, I was just gonna say that they dropped Manny Pacquiao because he made those anti, you know, LGBTQ statements. Yep. They dropped him like that, you know. And on the flip side, Nike was the brand that 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 picked up Colin Kaepernick, right, and signed him and kept him on and gave him a shoe. They supported him, yeah, and and gave him like you know the option to 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 do some stuff with them. So you know. I know we always like to, you know, Nike's on top, so they're they're the easiest to sort of shit on. But like ultimately, you know, their their brand, they they protected their their brand from, you know, having to deal with like some of the name issues, you know. And for me, like Adidas, I can't even. I don't. I mean, I think I bought one Adidas in the past like two years, and it just it's been very hard for me to. Um, to really look at them and to really buy things because I kind of feel like there's been too much controversy that they haven't haven't been willing to just say no nah, we're not going to fuck with that or no nah, we're not going to deal with that like Absolutely. like they 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 were willing to stick by Kanye because it felt like oh well he's he's making us money and so rather than rather than check him mm-hmm. on his statements and his public persona we're gonna ride with the check. Well, and if I you guys remember, Wex. This is also the same company. Adidas is the same company who wouldn't shut down their stores when COVID first kicked off because yeah, they yeah, would make money. So yeah. whether what, doesn't matter what line of, of of that you stand on, like profits over people. That's what that's. I can't stand for that. But back to I mean, it's to the beginning. Brands behaving badly, stores behaving, and it starts. It starts at the, at the root of it. I mean, there can't, there there are plenty of stores out there that fuck most of them do. You know that that they have shady behavior and they have tier zero accounts and they have all these things. But the reason why they get the, until they get checked or they stop making money or they stop 
providing the 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 main shoe brand with what they're asking for. For example, Nike wants Nike wants you to deliver more than just selling the shoes. They want you to have a social media uh, a, a major social media following. They want you to essentially promote their brand for them without have you know. So as long as you're still doing that to a high level, they overlook a lot of these people who no, do bad stuff. Definitely. I'm not you know. Oh, definitely. And, and that. And so and, and until I don't those think people realize blatantly do having, it, like, like a, having a tier zero account, I don't really know. James, you may you, you know a little bit about it, but I think your average like sneakerhead and don't really realize having a tier zero account with Knight is it's a pretty special thing. Is oh, it's pristine. Team. And yeah. I mean, you have to really there's standards. Knight set standards and. Even after you know, after so so much time, you have to update the look of your store. There's got to be, they 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 have a lot of control. They have when you're a tier zero account, Nike has a big hand in your business, which is like you'd be like, well, it's my business. Well, no, because if you want to have that tier zero status and you want to get everything right. that's absolute top and hot, you got to play by Nike's rules. And, Absolutely. Uh, and like James said, like you know, there's times where I think I, I won't say you know who but there's certain places that have gotten away with some shit um who are tier zero and um oh, a lot of them they should have been checked james a long time ago but i think they're still driving enough obviously money into right. mike's pocket um but there is a, a spot one spot in particular i can tell you that they've done a lot of shit james and um they should have been checked a while ago and there was there was talk that they were going to maybe lose their tier zero but it never happened it's kind of you know night at times does turn a blind eye but like dave said i think for the most part they do um they've done a pretty good job of i think you know getting rid of their the bad like pretty quick um sure like, so does Nike, they, is, they is, it, is it a money they... issue for nike or is it do they really care I, you know it's always that balance i think we we, we all like i think right. we you know, the three of us can, I, I, you know, agree. Is it that balance of, well, money? But, I, you know, I got to hope that they're doing it for the for the good. It, it's unfortunate. And I think getting tier zero, not only does it give you all the product and, and all the stuff you have to give back towards Nike, the, what they demand, it also gives the brand or that shop itself some leeway to do whatever they want because mm-hmm. tier zero is so highly coveted. The people who get them are obviously making, making Nike or whoever those brands may be. Uh, this significant amount of money that they're rewarding them with this. So they're also a bit of a jail, get out of jail free card. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, I like Maybe that. Maybe don't do that, too. but we're not going to strip you of it right now. I like that. I like you know that. I mean? that get out of jail. It's, it's like, it yeah, really you, is like a get out of jail right. free card. Yeah. Because you know, the tier one stores won't get away with it. Tier no. one stores will get reamed yeah. because you can't, they're not. We have a local, I have a local chain, James, right now that's losing their Nike account. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, over, and not over, for no, like not for no reason that they did anything shady, just Nike. With their new whole Nike's whole new e-commerce kind of like re rebranding themselves and re- reformatting things for their own, they're realizing well they can make that much more cutting the middle guy out. Right. So this this change it's easy, it's easy, easier to cut the, the T one out than it is to kill the T zero because the T zeros have a, a major presence. While you know James's sneaker shop down the street who's had a tier one account forever who sells every air max one and air jordan that that comes through that isn't super hyped well maybe they didn't quite sell enough this month let's, yes. let's get rid of them and let's not get rid of you know super flashy store down the street who's got all the off-whites all the stuff they sell out everything they make product and they backdoor some shit but 
let's not get rid of them because their profile is a lot higher than than the 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 loyal tier one store that it's easy to just knock them out of the way but we'll keep these guys because they provide so much more to the brand even though it's in the public eye you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and and when it goes to like the people like kanye was kanye is hard for me because i polo vape wearing all the way to the <laughs> to the leather pants like that was dude you know what i mean yeah. that was great i loved kanye yeah. back then that was well, James, what, what's the reason really for ones being where they are and, you know what i'm saying let's say, i mean let's be honest like let's be kanye man like kanye kanye, kanye was he started in, rocking the breads and absolutely he was he's a very influential person and still is and unfortunately sometimes you know his decision making right now i, I, I find you know getting into like collaborations it's kind of funny like like drifting a little from sneakers but like we haven't heard a thing a thing about the gap like you know there was the big news of him in the gap that's true and, like it's it's crazy. Well, they're probably letting things simmer down because of his antics. Because of that okay. presidential run. Kanye, Kanye and me, like, <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get with Kanye. When Kanye left Nike, it was hard for me to follow. And I didn't at first. The 750, I appreciate that shoe. I actually would care for him to do. I would love to see more of those come out because at least I, those were an interesting shoe. Uh, the 350s, when they first came out, cool. <laughs> I appreciated him as it went along, uh, but he, after he did three colorways or four, I'm sorry, after the Moon Rocks, the the Oxford, the um, the Pirates, and the and the colorways, I thought we were gonna it was gonna stick to that limited element of it. But then you know he it became the mass produced product that we've seen now. But even then, I still expected for as much as Kanye toots his own horn about being a genius and seeing sounds in mute or see you know visually seeing sounds, etc. 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 I was like, we're gonna get we're gonna get something good. When the three, when the V2 dropped, I was like, okay, fine. And then the V2 never stopped dropping. And I hate the argument when people are like, well, uh, Nike re, you know, drops the Air Max One all the time. Yeah, but the Air Max One is from 1986 and it's proven its chops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this yeah. shoe, you know, they, they, it wasn't like they start, they didn't make another Air Max every single year leading up to it, whether it was a failure or not. How many, you know, different. Air Max we have, you know, Air Max 1, 90, 97, like, like, Adidas and Kanye have been stuck on V2 for how many years, James? Three years? Three. Three years, like three years. And then we got the, we got the 700 and that shoe, I mean, that, bro, wow. That shoe is so epically terrible. It's heavy. It's hot. I lost the bet and was forced to wear them. You know what I'm saying? And then they finally dropped, you remember that? And they dropped the V3. that. That was the first time. Bro, that was tough. Not not so much. I haven't worn the same shoes in like straight every day for a week since dead ass probably middle school, maybe elementary school, where it was the same shoe, right? I've, so it, it was strange for me. But the more I wore, the more I I I I did not care for the shoe. It was fat and bulky. It reminded me of a big Osiris, uh, but it had some dad shoe <laughs> elements of it. The colors were fine, but hot as a I felt like it was stealing thunder away from, from new balance and, and created as this Mecca for a, uh, you know, they're, they're this new mega shoe. I'm like, bro, they've been doing this shit. This isn't new. Yeah. This isn't exciting. This is just another fat shoe. And Kanye became a dad, Yeah. but I yeah. digress. Uh, yeah, when it right. comes to, to, you know, staying the course with him, a lot of people want to ride or die because he makes money for them. And it's, that's why if Kanye, if it was me and I had a collaboration with, with Adidas and I'm a nobody and I'm just another guy down the street and I said something stupid bye you know what I'm saying adios 
that I'd be kicked to the curb. But Kanye's made them, I mean, billions and billions of dollars. So again, the get out of jail free cards or the morality card is a little loose. I mean, it's it's just crazy because I thought that some of the last shit that he had said when he really lost it, like, like it was like before the holidays and he, he kind of won that whole tirade and he's like, he kind of tore like the Adidas board and everybody apart. Like I thought at that point, James, I really thought like, all right, it's, it's over. Like they gotta be sitting somewhere in an office and being like, listen, this guy is, he's too much of a liability now, but no, it just, it calmed, he calmed down and everything. And no, it just, well, the checks yeah, kept clearing. Another... The checks kept clearing. The money kept coming. They were like, well, fuck it. You know, if nobody's going to get mad, we'll just go ahead and let him go ahead. But see, here, maybe so, pat so, on the wrist, Kanye. Don't say that on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? So, so here's my thing, right? And like, I think you could get some leeway with saying some crazy stuff and being wild and like whatever. You go, you fly off the handle every once in a while. Cause I think there are a few people that do it. Sure. But not coming back and saying, I didn't mean this. I apologize. I went too far. I didn't mean it in this way. Having some sort of publicist to sort of like rein things in and say, well, he wasn't, he didn't mean this. He meant this. Or I wasn't trying to say this. I was trying to say that. Right. So like, I need, I need some sort of remorse. I need some sort of, damn, I said too much. I went too far. I need some sort of self-awareness to say, what I said or what I did hurt some people and maybe I shouldn't have said that or maybe what I thought wasn't accurate or what I thought was right. was was really or what I said was hurtful. Well Dave you don't know sweat you don't know sweat never you know like that like that's like that was like his really breakdown when he got challenged on TMZ like that was the first time I'd ever seen anybody challenge Ever. To a point where I think for a second he saw it and he was like, "Oh, okay, maybe, maybe I did spout off more yes. than you know." Yeah, I spouted off stuff yeah. and somebody called me on it. Called him out. And he yeah. seemed like a human again for a minute. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, you know the whole that whole sway, the whole sway interview and that whole you know meltdown with sway. I I, I always like I, I've always respected sway and then like when he lost his shit on sway, and I I was like. I don't know. I, I maybe Sway James and Dave, maybe Sway's a better person than me, but I would have put his ass in check. And Sway, you know, kind of checked him a little bit, but not like the way that to me, I would have been like, and he was just like, you know, you don't know Sway. And I'm like, whoa, like, and, and Sway was like, calm, calm down, Kanye. But me, I would have just been like, get your ass out of my studio. Like, you, you know, you're, you're, you're off your rocker. Like, I want to bring it full circle because I, I gotta, I gotta go pick up my daughter too. Sure. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, it's worthwhile to talk about and to realize that like, you know, the, the collaboration space has sort of, I don't want to say devolved, but in some ways it has, right. Where, where it's more about like, Hey, the cachet of this person or this brand or this boutique, as opposed to, you know, saying, Hey, you have a story, you have an idea, you have some sort of element that you want to bring to the table that that no one has done has no one has brought before and no one else is going to bring like jerry lorenzo i think james you said that before uh jim you talked about like concepts how they're going to do a story you know and concepts isn't like like yes we know dion we know you know all the people at the store but ultimately concepts when you think of concepts you think of you think of that storytelling you think of that that idea and that depth of of you know of of idea that 
that other stores aren't going to bring, right? And so, yeah. and so that is their that is what they're bringing to the table, and that is what's valuable, I think, about collaborations that we need to see more of. We need to see more of that. We need to see more Jerry Lorenzo, where he's doing something, you know, insane that's completely out of the box. We need to, you know, open it up and let brands like Sakai come in who don't necessarily have name recognition, but they operate on this high tier and they're gonna really, 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 really push the envelope. Um, I don't need Dior want to give me a, a new colorway and charge me four figures. <laughs> and, 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 and I mean, in essence, Dave, and I think maybe James and you guys, you both might agree, but was it a new colorway? No, it was gray. Was, was it a nice gray? It was Dior gray. Yeah, it was Dior gray. <laughs> it, it's the Dior gray, right? I mean, but I'm, listen, not for nothing, but if, if someone says to me, you know, do you want the Dior one? Or do you want a shadow one? It's hands down. I'm taking the shadow ones every time. Like DDR means nothing to me. It's like I don't give a fuck. Like I don't. I mean, if somebody not, says, yeah, I'm not in that lifestyle. Like, give me my shadow ones. That's my shit. Like that's that's what I know. I'm gonna yeah. take the Dior ones, but I would wear the shadows more than I would wear the Dior. Ones. Right, and that's the thing. Like I have the I have shadows. I have every every time they've dropped. I don't have the old ones. Now, if you're gonna give them to me, well, let's talk about it. You know what I'm <laughs> let's talk about it. If you're gonna if you're gonna sell Dior one collaborations at 150 bucks, so we can have the Jordan and the Dior at that price, I'm down with that. Hell, would we, we buy them, James? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. I buy them. I mean, if they're 170, even if they said, okay, well, listen, it's a premium, right? But not a two thousand. And they said to me, well, we'll give you the Dior ones for 250. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll I, I would understand. I would understand a $500 price tag on them. I would understand that. I get that. That's not out of the question. But you start the bar at not only is it two over $2,000, it's unattainable. That shoe was meant to be courtside on some celebrity's foot to, to gas us up. That wasn't meant to be on my foot to go to work in ever. You know what I'm saying? Or, or it, it was meant for the guy that I'm filming, not for the dude producing it. You know what I'm saying? So th yeah. that, that's, that's the difference between it. And, and, and I think, like James said, like I, I, I think like we'll just say I was walking walking down Newbury Street in Boston and somebody walks by me with a pair of Dior ones on. All right, I mean, am I gonna it's am I gonna like you know notice it? Surely I'm a sneakerhead. Like that's the first thing I look at is people's feet. Like that's just a fact. Like I look at people's feet. Am I gonna notice it? Sure. Am I gonna necessarily be like uh, you know, go up to the dude and be like, oh, I respect you. Nah, whatever. I just know the dude's got money. But now, like James said, if Facts. someone walks down the street with a pair of, I don't know, New Balance or Saucony collabs, that most of Norbury Street isn't rocking and they're rocking Yeezys or they're rocking ones. I'm going to actually, and I've done this. I'll, I'll go up to somebody and be like, that, I respect, that's a dope shit, man. Like, I've done mm -hmm. it. Like, mm -hmm. I, like, I just like to, I like to people to know, like, listen, I know what you have on your foot. Like, right. you know, I, I'm not oblivious to, like, you got something to me very special like it, it, whether it's a 200 dollars resale shoe or whatever but i'm gonna go up to you and i'm gonna give you that give you those props james so you know and i, I would i want to see collabs from from the unexpected i want to see i want to see the 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 resale shop who's been in the game for 10 years to give us their perspective on it the guys who like riff riff la i want i want riff to get i want ed mateo to, or, uh, jeff and ed the owners of it to to collaborate and put together something because they've seen everything come through right well, i think i think that's, that's part of what made the union one special i think absolutely he, he got you know he deserved that man he's put a lot of time absolutely. in it like
I want the guys who deserve the merit and maybe they're not a household name, but they are in the game and we all know who they are. I mean, I knew of concepts before I knew who Dion was, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I knew of Riff before I knew who Jeff is, but they are all part of this, of this world. You know what I mean? They, they know they've been in it. They started out like we did. I love like uh, Brooklyn projects. I'm a big fan of Brooklyn projects. I'm so, they had a great, they, they had great collaborations for the longest time. Like, I need guys like that. Well, you that know had... what I love, James, just recently was the Notra. The Notra Dunk. I Absolutely. Mean, Absolutely. That was awesome. I mean, Absolutely. those guys, and I think those guys deserved it. I love their story. I thought it was, I, I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't couldn't cop, but what's new. But I still, I think exactly. it was a great, great, right. you know, toss uh, and collab to them. I really did. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, nobody does collaborations as good as uh, as good as New Balance and Nike and, and Saucony. I mean, Adidas is terrible at them. Um, they do them really well. I just want more, and I want it to be more than just the name attached to it. I want it to be somebody who I don't always need it to be to be like it can be a Sean Kleiber. I'll be I'm cool with that. A guy who has who has something to say. You know, it can be sure. a, a it could be a um, an upcoming artist. It could be a well known artist. I love the cause collaborations. How about right, um, cool. how about an Ivy brand and New Balance collab? <laughs> I'm saying right, like I want I want somebody and I want them to tell me the backstory. Like what made what made uh, Sean Witherspoon's collaboration interesting was because it was a collaborative effort between guys who were respected in the scene. And the reason why that shoot became so big wasn't necessarily because Sean did it. It's because everybody that was involved in it spread the word out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit was losing up until the last day in, in that thing. It was getting beat. Um, and I didn't vote for it. Uh, Neither did I. I didn't think it was I didn't think it was the best shoe. When it yeah. dropped, I, I don't know how, but I've, I've I have three pairs of that shoe and I, I won all every raffle, including the you know what I'm saying, every single one. Damn. That's, and that's that's um, like it, it's a it's cool to have, but I don't I look at it as it wasn't one person's vision. It was a bunch of sneakerheads and people within this world who and, came and together like, and, 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 and like you said, James, it wasn't, it was to me the worst, not the worst choice, but it wasn't the top choice in that, in that round. Like I, I, I didn't choose yeah. that shoe, you know? Right. And, I, and that, that's the things that I like. I, I want, I want, I want the, the, I want the center of the country to have representation. I want a shoe that comes out of the middle of the country because we wear shoes in this part of the world. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll take on anybody <laughs> on both sides. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, well, I mean, that was like the, I don't, that was the, like James the second round. I, I, I second round or second time they when they did um, a bunch of the Air Maxes and you had right. London, New York, right? You had the the, yeah. the Tokyo. I mean, one of the more fire pairs was that the New York pair that um, the girl that I forget her name who had released, and that pair was like slept on it. It like hit outlets, but yep. the pair like she added like the colors of the Statue of Liberty and like that, that to me is, that's the special stuff. Like there's little things that you throw in there right. versus like a corduroy, you know, pastel color shoe. Okay. Right. Great. But the hype, but, but that other shoe that, that 97 that she did based on New York was slept on the Tokyo Mazes. I have them. I love them. A lot of people like that shoe's hideous. I love the shoe. I love the print. I love the, the story of, of what the Tokyo Maze is about. It, it, you know, the, the, the transit system, like, sure. It's a story. It's a story. I, I want. I just want. I just want. I, I, I like. I want shoes that 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 someone has something to say. Someone has something like the North Day ones, for example. The little handshake that would be something. Yes. The shake, that's dope. And then they tell you why they put that there, or they tell you why they use these materials. And I love James the tongue with the, with the 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 tongue that had the 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 like the nameplate that you wear on a worker's outfit, like. Yeah. That stuff is those little touches to me are like wow. Very blue collar shoe because that's what the shoe Correct. was meant to be, you know. And I, I want like, 
I don't need Murakami everything. You know what I'm saying? I don't need cause everything. Give me, give me something different. Like uh, the Jay Balvin's I was getting ready to say, like that shoe is uh, loud and crazy and it's not meant for everybody, but guess what? That shoe is crazy and it's different and I appreciate it. So give me the goods. You know what I mean? So who's next? For me, it's more important who's telling the story as opposed to, you know, as opposed to what the shoe is completely, like what the, what the shoe looked like is great. That's the final product, but it's everything leading up to it. And what's the message that's coming from it that I really care to listen to. You know what I'm saying? Give me a perspective that I have yet to see, change it, you know, and don't do it every week because I don't need a collaboration every week because that takes away from what the brand is in general. Sure. All right, Dave, I know you got to run, Dave. Yeah, I got to take off. Okay, guys, um, I'll get you, I'll get you guys back soon. Um, We got some other stuff coming up, but I really appreciate you guys taking the time out to to come out. Appreciate you inviting and talk yeah, absolutely. and talk um definitely can't wait for the next otc okay. show so we'll get to work on that good. be well guys god bless all, all right, right guys. be good man